This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. This is a success podcast that tackles life through the lesson of sports. Look, the average NFL playing career, according to NFL Players Association, is 3.3 years. Ray Lewis played for 17 years. He won two Super Bowls. He won the NFL Player Defensive Player of the Year multiple times. And he was only the second linebacker in the history of the sport to win the Super Bowl MVP. Ray's drive to be the best is absolutely legendary. His work ethic is unmatched. And in my opinion, he's one of the greatest motivators and inspirational leaders in the world. But the crazy thing is, though, first and foremost, I'm proud to call Ray my friend. So, Ray, man, it's good to be launching this podcast with you. Hey, Doc, how you doing, man? <laughs> man, I'm great. I'm great. I'm so pumped up about this. Now, Doc, who in a million years would have thought a Pittsburgh Steelers fan <laughs> is connecting with a Baltimore Raven fan? <laughs> There's a lot going on, Doc. <laughs> There's so much for people to handle right here. <laughs> I guess I guess people can get along, right? <laughs> yeah, this is what it's ultimately about. You can be a warrior on the field, but you can love each other off the field. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, I tell you, I tell people, man, all the time, bro, the first time we ever met, man, I'm like, I'm sitting in this room, and I see this guy comes in, and he has on these working boots. And I, I said, <laughs> I say he's coming to work. And, man, I tell you, the first time I think, like, you open your mouth, man, it's just like, really? I'm like, wow, really? Really? And I think, you know, when we when we walked in there, right, which we, we, given a 30-minute window. Right. <laughs> when I told you to go ahead, I said, go ahead, bro, just go. I, I, uh, I'll pick it back off you. And, uh, and that's what I think, you know, this podcast is. I think we're going to have so much insight on, on just everyday life, right? I think the, 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 the tier of people, um, that will really be attracted to this. I think it's, it's all ages, but I really think it's the people who, who, who just need everyday motivation in life, right? Who's looking for that extra push in life? Who's looking for, you know, not just, you know, people to talk about it, but, but like true solutions, right? On, 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 on how to tackle these life issues. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I always say there are two kinds of people in the world, right? There are people who have issues and then there are dead people. So if people are currently alive, they got issues and that's all right. It's going to be hard sometimes to have motivation. It's going to be hard to be inspired. Um, but I think that's why we're here. You know, when we met 
on the set of coaching bad, like you said, they gave us like 30 minutes. And then the next thing you know, they said, you're live together. And we just went live together and we connected instantly. And I think the one thing that regardless of whatever differences in background we have, we are so connected in not only the way we, we are connected with each other, but also in the way we're connected in our passion toward life. Like we're about to bring motivation, inspiration and personal growth every single podcast bro that's what i'm telling you man so when i when i got ready to think about like doing a podcast and i was like wow you know it is it can be a lot if you're trying to carry it by yourself and different things but i think it's just the perfect um you know yin yang right the perfect match when it comes to you know your science and the things that you broke down and 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 what you did with psychology and, and, and just is, is it, it still comes back to just pure inspiration, right? It comes back to inspiring people to, to really, you know, expand your mind, um, um, to, to not put yourself in a box, to not accept, you know, the cards that you're dealt, right? It would, cause, you know, life is going to always throw out crazy things at us. But I, I, I just truly believe that we all, right, should should obey, you know, simple, simple principles. And that is one of them is, you know, actually gaining knowledge to be passed, right? Knowledge is not to be gained, to be kept, it's to be passed. And and I think that's what makes me and you like really unique, bro. And so that's why I'm, I'm just really excited to to be able to talk to you now, you know, with a purpose, and you know, tied to it. What well, we always had a vision to do, yeah. Oh, always, always. And I think if we, um, you know, in the first, in this very first episode right here, I think it's going to embody what we're about because we want to kind of talk about the unexpected bounce that life throws at you. I mean, it's, it's easy to sit back and say, this is how I want my life to go. It's easy to say, this is the vision I have for myself. But then all of a sudden we all hit obstacles. And uh, I always say, you know, if you look at an obstacle course and you think, man, I'm going to encounter two obstacles and then you get three, you're going to be upset because you're going to be like, man, I was only supposed to get two. But if you look at an obstacle course and say, I'm about to get 10 obstacles and then you only get nine, you're actually happy because you're like, hey, I have one fewer. So the only difference is in what you look at it and how you look at it. And so for us, when the ball, like when you get an unexpected twist in life, like the question is, when you get those obstacles, how do you bounce through those? And uh, I thought maybe a good way for us to phrase this is to take a look at the unexpected bounce of football, because you have obviously seen everything in your 17 your 17 year career. So you've seen the ball bounce unexpectedly and change everything. And uh, I want to set the stage by playing something for you here uh, of what an unexpected bounce can actually do. This happened. Let's just put this in context before Ray and I were even alive. Last chance for the Steelers. Trying to get away. And his pass is broken up by Keno. Get Now you know I had to pick a Pittsburgh Steeler example for this. Um, that's, why, that's why I'm going to get off the podcast right now. Show it. <laughs> but the only reason why I thought I could get away with it is because it was before we were even born. <laughs> you know, the immaculate reception was one of those things that changed, unexpected bounce that changed the the course of uh, of the game for for so many. But you've seen stuff, I mean, throughout your entire career about that unexpected bounce, and I just want to hear some examples or an example of times when the ball 
bounced just unexpectedly at you during the game in any of the years, in, in any example you give us. I'd love to hear that, man. Bro, you know, you, you know what's really, I'm telling you, man, I, I used to sit in meetings, and when I used to sit in meetings, there were, there were certain plays I would study, and I would sit there and would look at those plays. And I used to always say, now, the difference between the play is the actual ball, right? But the only thing that changes that is if you jump in front of the ball, right? And so when I when I started studying the way quarterbacks and, 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 and wide receivers and tight ends would really communicate with each other, right? So everything is a three-step drop. It's a five-step drop. It's a seven-step drop, right? So it's, it's like I'm saying, okay, when he comes out of that break, he going to jump. He going to break at five. So one of the heat... He, the, you know, uh, one of your famous tight ends with Pittsburgh, he used to always do this little five-yard, five to seven-yard out route, right? And I'm sitting there sometimes, and I'm like, you know what? The next time he do this five to seven out route, I'm freaking jumping it, right? <laughs> but I knew, if it was, I knew if it was at five, the only way to change the math of that unexpected bounce was if I jumped in front of it and changed the math of it. You see? And, yes. And, and, and that's the thing that sometimes in life, right, I think people have to understand that, like, life is going to take a natural course, and the only way to really change it is sometimes you got to jump in front of it, right? And, and, I, and I think, you know, for me, man, when, when I started to jump in front of things is when people started to realize, wait a minute, this kid is like, wait a minute, this kid is special. But it wasn't, it, it, I wasn't doing nothing that special outside of studying what people habits really were. Yeah. Well, you found the key. You found the key to success. My dad has told me this my whole life. He says, what you anticipate will be much less of a problem than what you don't anticipate. And and here you are jumping ahead, jumping in front of things. So you took, and then I watch you do this in your personal life and through your professional life. You take a proactive approach. Like mm-hmm. you don't sit back and wait for it. Like you train. You train harder than anybody I ever met. Um, and you train body, mind, and spirit for life. And I think I think a lot of times people want to wait and say they want to wait until something happens and then say, well, 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 now what do I do? But I love what you said, because that's what sets it up. That's training. In fact, that's the whole reason why we're doing this podcast is to help people train for these unexpected bounces in life. Yeah, because, bro, that's the thing. Listen, man, I'm telling you, this is why I want people to really like understand what we're why we're doing this, because life is the most unpredictable thing you will we will ever deal with luck as long as we got as long as we got eyesight as long as we have breath and and the thing you got to do is i've always said this why not right I, I believe in the five p's right and i and i had these p's with me for a long time prior proper preparation prevents poor performances right proper preparation prevents poor. that means that means you have to you have to prepare you have to prepare properly so, so, so when I'm studying film, I'm not just watching film. I'm studying little things. I'll give you an example that, that people definitely remember. We're playing San Diego in 2009 and we're in there and it's fourth down and two. And Darren Sproles is at the back position and they had played the Oakland Raiders like um, on a Monday night a week before that. And they ran this same play over and over and over again, right? And I'm sitting there saying to myself, as I'm watching film, one of the guards, the, the, the left guard, I said, when his left, when his right hand is down and his knuckles are in the ground, it's run. When his left hand is up and his fingers are barely touching the grass, 
he's pulling. <laughs> and, so, and so in the in that game, bro, I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I said, Oh my freaking gosh, his left hand. And if you watch me, I never even get set in my linebacker position because I'm like, if he freaking leaves his left hand, I'm coming right off his butt. And the <laughs> moment he the moment he got up and pulled, bro, I came off his butt. And when I tell you I kiss froze. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was it came from me properly understanding what that meant. So that meant I had to look at that at least 30, 40, 50 times to where I understood what that stood for. And and, and that's what I believe life is. Life is finding those things and then study it, study it enough, then you get it. And when you got it, go do you. It's You know what? I've got the chills because what I'm so excited about is not just the way the people who are out there just looking for motivation, but every single defensive player in the game just got a tip from Ray Lewis about what to watch. You know what I mean? Like that's that detail. I was speaking to uh, Florida State football the other day. And I told them this story. I said, uh, you know, there was a warthog. He was out in the woods and he started, uh, sharpening his tusks and this fox came by and this fox said to him, man, I don't know. He said, I don't know why you're doing that. He said, I've been through the whole woods and I haven't seen not one single hunter all day today. And the warthog looked at him and he said, man, if I wait till the hunter shows up, it's going to be too late to sharpen my tusks. So my, theme, <laughs> so my theme to the players for sharpen your tusks, man, you can't wait. You got to stop. And that's what your proper preparation. That's what it is. It's, it's sharpening your tusks. And yeah. you, you had it so sharp that you were able to pick out the details, whether yeah. the hand was down, whether the knuckle was down. And, yeah. uh, that's what it's about. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm telling you, Chris, bro, listen, I, I think, I think we have a, we have a golden opportunity to, to not just teach athletics, right? But I, I think it's really, it's teaching character, right? It's teaching, you know, morals and, and, and things that, you know, I want, I want people who's listening to this to understand one thing that any mistake I ever made, I'm going to repeat it a thousand times because I don't need you to make the same mistake. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I install that in your brain. That if Ray Lewis made that mistake, then I, something I need to do opposite, right? And that's why I tell people all the time, you know, when, when you find what majority of people are doing, you find yourself doing the opposite. And 90% of the time, you're going to find yourself on the right path if yes. you're doing the opposite of what most people are doing, you know? So I, I just think, you know, when, when you think about what sharpening your tusks really mean, bro, you know, I, I think sometimes we, we have to figure out in life the difference between distractions and detours, right? Yeah. Because, because that's the thing, right? Distractions will always be in life, but sometimes detours are actually a preparation for you for life, right? Oh, sometimes, yeah, yeah, because sometimes, you know, when you go a different route, let's think about when you're driving on the highway, right? And you're saying to yourself, God darn it, man, I got to take this detour, you know? But then when you do take the detour and you go all around the detour and you get on the other side of it, guess what you find out? Somebody just had a fatal car crash. Yes. See? So, so yes. That's, that's your sign of, of saying, wow, right? I, I had an opportunity to go around that instead right. of possibly being inside of that yeah, detours versus distractions. 
I love that. I love that. And I see that. You know, I was in uh, private practice at one point, and I saw I had these two people on the very same day. I had two people come in to see me. They both were on their way to a job interview earlier that morning, and there was a real big wreck on the highway. And the one guy was sitting there, and when he's in my office later, he was real. It was he was dealing with anger management. He said, uh, "Why does this have to happen to me?" He's like, "This, you know, of all days, all this kind of stuff." Well, uh, that guy was out of control. You know, I mean, his he was struggling in his in his own in his own pain. Another guy came in, also was looking for a job. We're going to a job interview. He was in the exact on the same road. He was in the same accident, but his mentality was right away. Man, I really hope nobody's hurt. And then he started praying for the family. And he said, when I was sitting there, it really hit me that as much as I want a job, as bad as this accident is, I'm guessing these families are going to want their family member back. And so the same situation, looking at it from two different perspectives, and it changed everything. And, 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 and you're right. There's a de- there's distractions. There's detours. Sometimes you get a detour in life and you think, Oh no. When really you could say, what's this about to bring me? What adventure is this about to bring me? Because yeah. to me, if life was filled with nothing, there was no adventure. It'd be a pretty boring life. But if you, if you have, we're not going to watch, we're not going to tune into an action movie that has no action. We're mm-hmm, only doing an action mm-hmm. movie with action. But yet somehow when action comes up in our own lives, we get upset about it. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's important for us to properly prepare, sharpen those tusks, and be able to take the detours with, in a way that makes us excited about the obstacles. Right. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Bro, I, I read those, uh, I read this thing today. Um, it said the guardian, right? Like what doesn't kill you or why failure is the secret to success. You know, mm-hmm. because of that, mm, that thing that you're talking about, it's, it's this thing that I want people to capture in life, right? That there's a, there's a different side to pain that nobody talks about. You know, everybody only talks about pain from the physical presence of pain, right? You slam your hand in the door, you can feel that immediately, right? Like, oh my gosh, I just slammed my hand in the door, right? But then there's another side of pain that if you're ever, ever, to, ever able to push through it, there's something called glory on the other side of it. I never forget we're playing um, Tennessee. And, and, and I, oh my gosh, I'll never forget this. One of the linemen came out and, and he caught, and he caught me in my knee, bro. And I was like, I cannot believe this, right? And I'm saying to myself in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go take a play out. And I took about three deep breaths and I never forget it, man. Um, Eddie touches the ball and I come through the hole. And when I tell you, 
if I can just teach linebackers or teach anybody playing defense what the perfect tackle looks like. But it was after I got past what the pain that I made up in my mind that if it was only hurting in my knee, then I have too much other parts of my body that I can use to go past that. Right. Like, yeah. Like I wanted to go past that level of what I was feeling for pain. And I said, if you just stop crying and freaking get past this, guess what happens on the other end? And then I hit that dude for a two, three yard loss. And I, and I think what that day I never forget. I remember saying this when I went back in the locker room. I, I just kept repeating to myself, no pain lasts always. No pain lasts always. Right, because right. if the mission, if the mission and the journey is, is, is bigger than you think, then there will be pain along the way. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's unreal. It's unreal. And you focus on what you have and mm-hmm. constantly time. And again, when you talk to champions, when you talk to the people who are the best of the best, that is the one overwhelming thing they do. They focus on what they have yeah. rather than on focusing on what they don't have. Yeah, um, that's it. That's it. it. it it's true for life for everyone out there. Like, I mean, I think, and, and the, the formula is not mysterious. And I think, I think a lot of times people think the formula for success is this mysterious thing. And I'm not sure that it's mysterious. I think it is a matter of putting it into practice. Like you mm-hmm. had to actually go out into that play and do that. Like you had to look at yourself and say, can I move beyond this physical pain? And, and that's where the test comes in the test. I don't think it comes in with, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to uncover us what, what, what we are going to show you the secrets to success but it's going to be up to the person listening to implement that stuff to look at their pain and say all right it hurts but what else do i have what else do that's i have why, to complete it right that that's why every one of my workouts the ones that you spoke about earlier that's why every one of them was built to fail mm. every one of them because you remember you'll never forget well, definitely, I would never forget the first time me and you walked in a weight room together. Oh my goodness, that's one of the greatest. I love that story, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> but, but it was what I was trying to, you know, just get you to to understand. Like, bro, listen, this is gonna hurt. Like, it's gonna hurt in a way that you've never experienced before. And I'm, I'm please, can I tell somebody that? Can I tell this? Go ahead. Tell, uh, you tell the story. Tell the right, story. So, you know so Ray has this workout that is absolutely unreal. Like, not, like I'm, I'm, I'm a normal guy. I was not an NFL athlete. I'm a normal guy who works out a lot. I tried to do Ray's work. I mean, I was there with Ray. He, he motivated me, pushed me through it. But I'm going to tell you what. There was a moment that was transformative for me, and I want to share it with you. So we do these sets of 22 reps. And, um, on, 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 and we're doing incline presses and we're doing 22 reps and I got to 18 and I'm talking about, you see, Ray talks about you get to failure because that's what it's designed to do. So I get to 18 and I just couldn't move. I felt like I couldn't do another set. So I, uh, he goes, he said, Hey doc, take your time. So I put them up, I put them on my knees and then the dumbbells on my knees and then I went to rack them and he looked at me and he goes, what are you doing? And I said, you said take your time. You said you got four more. <laughs> and I sat back down <laughs> and I found strength. I didn't even know I had to do four more. Because <laughs> I said when Ray Lewis tells you you got four more, you got four more. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you taught me. I mean, I, I mean, you taught me something huge. And I had been working out my whole life. But it was just that when you start something, you will finish it. And, uh, and, and, and every rep matters. Every single rep matters. And to this day, since we first lifted together a couple of years ago, I still have you in mind every time I lift. Yeah. So see, you know, I, I equate, 
I equate like training to life, right? So people come out with this fancy thing and it's, and it's cute. You know, when you think about CrossFit, right? And CrossFit is all about muscle confusion. You see, so, you know, it takes you through all of these different exercises and you just, oh my gosh, you're jumping, you're doing this, right? But realistically, there's no longevity in that, right? Because your knees are going to ache, your back is going to start aching, right? And so when I started to formulate what my workout really stood for, it was about muscle endurance, right? Because that's what life is about, right? Life's about preparing yourself for the journey and being able to understand that, that now you have to train for the long haul of life. Yes. Not these quick sprint, not these quick hitters, because that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna take you through this up and down roller coaster of life, right? right. And, and, and I think what, what frustrates us so much in life is the, is the, the good, the mad, the sad, the glad, the upset, the disappointed. You know what I'm saying? All of these different emotions you're going through. But if you ever thought about why I created me and my, me and my trainer at the time, Monty Sanders created this program called Full Body. That's why it's called full body, because it challenges your full body that you not just physically, mind, body, spirit. You must be fully engaged before you walk in in, 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 in any weight room with me. I, I watch sports now and it's really interesting because the only thing that bothers me with sports now is I'm starting to see the lack of guys who will who's willing to die in the weight room. Mm-hmm. So when they step on the field, it's freaking easy, man. That's why I love the fourth quarter. When I walked in games in the fourth quarter, I'm like, really? Oh, Ray, you getting old. Okay. See, you eat McDonald's and I'm on fish and vegetables. It don't matter. <laughs> but it's the endurance side. It's the endurance side that I think throughout this podcast and throughout us explaining all of these different life things, I think it's the journey that we want them to go go along with us, right? It's the journey that we want them to understand that there will be ups and downs in life and there will be a mountain to climb in life, but sometimes it may not be the mountain. It may just be a little pebble in your shoe that we need to get rid of. Well, exactly. And I, and I love the phrase of full, it's full body because, you know, when you see you, you're solid still from, from head to toe and, and it's, you don't leave out. Like, there are a lot of people that will lift upper body and just do upper body or, or, or maybe just do legs or something like that, but they don't really incorporate the actually all, all aspects of the, of the workout. And look, when it comes to the physical training, I'm going to tell you from the psychological side, I tell people all the time, now, look, I'm not telling you what exercises to do, but I will tell you uh, as a psychologist that it is important for people to exercise because you mm-hmm. are body, mind and spirit. And mm-hmm. if you don't take the time to work on your body, um, you can encounter some struggles. You know, people get uh, intense sadness, intense anxiety when they're not dealing with some exercise. So if it's possible, you know, if you if you if you're able to do it um, and whatever level you're able to do it, uh, you know, exercise is extremely important for your mentality and um you know you bring up a good point with too with watching today's athletes i think a lot of people nowadays um we get things so easily with fast fast paced phones with information we are we live in a fast paced technology world and so we kind of expect that things are just going to be handed to us and i think a lot of the uh, young people nowadays are and, and not to their fault it's just a matter of the environment they're growing up in are expecting things to come to them a little easier but you cannot 
go through you can, you're, when you shape your body that's not going to be an easy thing when you shape your mind that's not going to be an easy thing when you shape your spirit it's not going to be an easy thing so there is going to be some challenges that i think you and i are going to pose to the listeners out there to say don't expect easy but do expect results yeah, anything great anything great it's going to take time and it's going to take a long time and it's going to be some dark days. There's going to be some ugly days and it's going to be, it's going to be days that you don't even want to remember, you know, but I tell you, <clears throat> it's never the workouts that you actually do. It's the ones that you don't do. Mm. You know? And that's what I think us as people, I think that's, that's what we've gotten away from, right? Is that, you know, you see all of the different, cancers and the different things that we're lacking in nowadays. And, and I truly think it's because we forgot what the temple really represents. You know, mm. like if you don't take care of the body, you don't have a chance. Right. So one thing about the mind, you can lose the mind and you can probably gain the mind back. But once the body starts to go, then you, you're fighting a different battle. Right. And, right. and that's what I never forget. Uh, just what you said, right? This, like, this, this instant gratification that, that athletes look for nowadays, right? I never forget 1997. I walked into my first Pro Bowl and me and Eddie George was there and nobody knew who the heck I was. I didn't, I was just, I was just Eddie Shadow, right? <laughs> Coming off winning the Heisman and I think he was ranked, I, I drafted number six of the draft of that draft. I went 26. And it was just, he was just everything. And I'll never forget, we, we, we was walking over towards the bar and Derek Thomas, Lord rest in peace, was standing at the bar and he screamed over to us. He screamed over to me. He said, home team, don't bring your young butt over here. You ain't earned the right to be over here. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, when I said that, I was like, I said, wow, but I made it to a Pro Bowl, but he's right. Like I'm watching him and Marino and Kelly and Reggie Whites and old Dale Carters and Eric Allens. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the greatness that's over there at that bar. He's absolutely right. I'm not supposed to be over there. Right. But but, but when you watch what's happening now, bro, you know, these 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 athletes have, have been given you know, fame so quickly and so early with mm. social media, they don't know what it means like to to have you have to be accepted by the great ones to be to before you consider yourself great. It's, it's a, okay, so I what I'm so excited about listening to that story is this. I used to say as a I was a professor for a long time and I would tell my students each and every time, look, you, I always come into class and be like, man, this class could change your life because you never know what statements are going to hit you in a way that are going to mean something to you to help change your life. And mm-hmm. the fact that you, uh, one of the absolute greatest of all time, at, at a point in your career where you looked and you saw greats and you said, okay – I'm not there yet, but I will be. And you didn't, you didn't just assume you're supposed to be there. That speaks to the work ethic, the pattern of work ethic that brought you to the level that you got to. And, and so I talk about in psychology, the difference between what I call the cartoon world and the real world, the cartoon world. 
that's the world of shoulds. Like everything should go my way. People should just do the things I want them to do. Should, should, should. And mm-hmm. then the real world is, no, it's going to take effort. It's going to take hard work. We're going to look across the bar. We're going to see those greats and say, look, it's not that I should be there. It's that I here's what I need to do to work to get to be there. And that's the path that you followed, you exemplified. To me, what 52 even represents as a symbol, because you looked at it and you say, this is what I will do, not this is what I should just be handed. Um, That's what's huge. That's what's huge. And to me, that's a life-changing lesson right there. It is, bro. Oh, my gosh. Listen, man, that's it. That's what life is. Man, look, I I don't, I never wanted to be given anything. You understand? Don't give me nothing. Right? And that's what, I never forget that, man. I will never forget that. And that's one thing, honestly, I think that that me and Peyton had such in common is that when he started coming to his first Pro Bowls and we started finding our way over at the bar, we was realizing, like, wow, like, this making the Pro Bowl is one thing. Being accepted at the bar is a whole nother conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You got guys that you know going into the Hall of Fame. You got guys that you know, bro. And I think, and I think honestly, I think that's why me and him became such great friends because we were, we were driven to become forefathers of that bar. Right. Right. (laughs) Becoming the ones who, no, we pass the torch to you. You know, you don't pass the torch to yourself. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah bro. And, and I, I think it's life, though. It's life, right? You see these athletes, man. And I tell my sons all the time, I said, listen, if you want to be different, if you really want to be different, I got an easy task for you. Make sure you're the, the make sure you're the one that every time the coach turns on the film, your numbers always showing up. Because mm. I was never the biggest, the fastest, or strongest, bro. I, I promise you I wasn't, Doc. But guess what? Every time I started watching film, Doc, I used to watch it myself, right? And I used to say to myself, man, ain't nobody beat me to the football. Nobody. Right. So I said, if I'm doing that in practice, then I can only imagine what the game's going to look like. And that's when I think I started to evolve to understand the difference between good and great. Right. Because, because great, great, greatness is a lot of small things done well. Mm. You know, good is probably you can do one or two things well. You can make a, you know, you can make a Odell Beckham catch and then they can compare it to Jerry Rice all so quickly, you know? So, <laughs> and I'm like, don't put him up there so quickly. He's yeah. great. Love him. And that's one kid. I love that kid's ability, but don't put him in Jerry Rice category so quickly. Right. And so and take time. I, I just think overall, bro, with like, like I said, what, what we're able to give people is a real insight on on the ups and downs of life you know the the things that we all need we all need well i have a story that's similar in my own life in the way of what you just said about showing up having your number be there i had a professor i was in grad school and what i did was when i didn't make it i played uh baseball in college i actually hit a home run in the college world series and um and then I ended up not making it as a professional as a baseball player. So I put all my effort, all the work ethic I had into my studies. I read incessantly. I, w- I would read five books a week. If my professor recommended a reading, 
I would literally leave class and I would jog to the library hoping to beat the other students to get that book out of the library first. And then one day I realized nobody else was even running behind me. So, so, <laughs> but I wanted that knowledge so badly. I wanted to show up. And, and so that I, I got to a point in my career where I would read the books that they assigned before I got to the semester. So my professors were kind of blown away because they're like, here's the books we're going to assign. I'm like, bam, I already got that book. I got online. I knew what you were going to teach and I read it so I could be prepared for it. And, um, I, I brag about your, I brag about you all the time to uh, the athletes that I talk to because I heard Chuck Pagano once talk about how you showed up to meetings. And he said, well into your entire, your entire career, you showed up to meetings with your uh, pen and, and pad and you studied and you were interested and you were fired up in every meeting and you wanted to learn. You constantly wanted to learn. And the same thing with me in life. Like I always want to learn. I want to get better. Um, and that is the quality of, of how you're going to be successful in life is to want to learn, to want to get better, not to expect people just to say, Hey, come over to this side of the bar as soon as you do one good thing like you want to get better so that to me is a key for people if they want to find success you got to want it and you got to keep working at it non-stop yeah because it, it, it was never what i knew when i when i walked into meetings you know it was funny it was never what i knew i was coming in the meeting to find out one thing i didn't know huh yeah and and i and so if, if I had to write the same things down every week until I figured it out, I mean, my gosh, man, we played Pittsburgh so many times that I started realizing when they got into two by two, two tight ends on the line, one back at home, two wide receivers on the side, I said, okay, it's only a few plays coming from this formation, right? But it's something different. Something changes, right? Then I said, I started playing New England a lot. And this is what, you know, I, I, we we will we, we will figure out if we're going to get into sharing this much information because this is so much insight, bro. But anytime Brady came to the line and Brady's was up, it was passed. Mm. Anytime Brady came to the line and was down, it was run. <laughs> you see, so it's the it's, details. It's the details of of what happens when you start to just keep learning, you will never be great enough to ever stop learning. That That's the epitome of making your tusks as sharp as Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the difference between up and down, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it is phenomenal. And listen, I know you put a hurting on, on my Steelers for a long time. <laughs> and I just want you to know publicly, I forgive you because, <laughs> cause I love you. And, uh, and I, and I love what we do together. And I think it's fun because we can joke, we can joke about sports, but ultimately what we, what our, our forces combine to do is say, this is all, all about life. And, and, and I love the fire and competition. I love, I love it. I love competition. I love athletics. Um, but ultimately we are here to help people become the best possible people they can become to fulfill their potential because when you can fulfill your potential um you're doing what you're what you were meant to do here on earth bro did you see uh did you see michael phelps 
Oh my goodness. This is this is ridiculous. <laughs> Listen, where in the hell do you put twenty-three medals? I don't know. I don't what, know. I love I love the I love the <laughs> where do you put twenty-eight medals? And, and second of all, what the hell do you do with twenty-three goals? <laughs> I don't know. I I think I I love that meme that was going around. I think he was sleeping on him and that's why he had those marks on him instead of cup. <laughs> I think he's just sleeping on all his medals. <laughs> Golly, bro. It's, it's so funny, man. Cause, you know, we, we've been, we've been such close friends for so long, man. And, you know, when I talk to him now, it's just really interesting because I understand that I like, I'm the bigger brother now, right? Yes. And so no matter how many, how much he's accomplished, it's just certain things he needs to hear, right? And so throughout the week, man, I was just texting him, Doc, and just, oh my gosh, man. And, to to see someone immediately go apply it, yeah, is that's what that's what true brotherhood is, right? To right. to grab it, he grabbed it, man, and I'm like, I'm watching him. I'm like, I don't have to express skill to him. Skill is the last thing I'm expressing to him, but it was the smallest things I was expressing to him, right? Yeah. I was I, I was telling him like, listen, don't let nobody ask you questions. Oh, are you going to be sad in retirement? Hell no. You know how long <laughs> swimming? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's okay. It's okay, bro, to, to come on this side of life and see things, man. So I, 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 I tell you, America, USA, we did some incredible, incredible things in the Olympics. I'm telling you, honestly, it made me want to learn how to really swim. I, I, mean, I think I really need to learn how to swim. <laughs> and I, I, what I know about you and your work ethic, if you want to be in it in 2020 Olympics, you'll be there. <laughs> like your work ethic is such that if you decided to do whatever you wanted to do, I mean, and that's, that's, that's the beautiful thing about the, the human spirit. Like when you just dedicate yourself, like you say yeah. to those little things, when you dedicate yourself to that proper preparation, you can literally achieve things. And, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be excited for, for you and I to sit down and talk with Michael, uh, about, about his journey and some of the things that the, his mentality and how he gets to be where he is. Oh man, that's going to, that, listen, that we're going to set that one up immediately as soon as he get his butt back. He just actually FaceTime me. I ain't answering the phone though. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> But you know, you know, you know, you know, you know something that blew my freaking mind, bro. Bro, how how does someone six five run as fast as Usain Bolt? Like, like, oh, like listen, bro, seriously, right? And I think that you know what I think I love the most, and I don't think people get it because I keep hearing them asking the questions. So I'm like so tired of them asking the questions. Like, why do you have so much fun? What do you mean? Why do you have so much? Fun? <laughs> That's why you freaking train. You train. You train so when you get on the big stage, you can have fun, man. But I'm telling you, bro, if you saw that boy get out on him last night and in that last 40. So did you hear this comment? His 40 yards, once he hit 40 yards, he's at the exact same speed as when he touches the finish line. (laughs) He never decelerates. He never comes down. He never comes down. So, bro, I'm telling you, man, it's 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 ridiculous, man. I don't know if we're ever going to see another sprinter that dominant because I think his size and 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 his length, right? Yeah, he's, he's taking three steps, and most guys are taking fifteen steps. Right, with, right. You know, three, yeah. He's just he's he's one of those guys too. Yeah, he's read- built to be legendary. I just want to talk to him about his dancing. He's so fun. <laughs> 
I remember you talked to me about my dancing. It was just basically stop dancing. It's basically, I think, your message to me. <laughs> you got a real friend like me. I'm always tell you the truth. <laughs> that's what, and that's what I don't want you to do, God. <laughs> hey, and, and look, and when you have when you have two people that care about you, like Ray and I care about you, I, I can tell you this: the ball in your own life is going to bounce in unexpected ways. You're going to have things come up that you're never going to see coming, but if you take on some of the things that, that we talked about today, especially with Ray talking about that proper preparation, talk about sharpening your tusks. If you start doing those little things, yeah. those, those many little things, you will handle the obstacles in your life in a whole different way. Right. And write it down though. Write most of it down. Like I carry, pa- I carry tablets and pads everywhere I go. I write it on napkins. I write it on the back of folders, on books, whatever it is. Write down things that you need to accomplish and then go do it. And guess what? If, if you figure out that it, it got, it, it became a little more complicated, then ask for help. <laughs> That's one thing I did the most, bro. I, I was not prideful enough not to ask for help in all areas of life. You know, and that's what we're I think that's what I'm saying to people out there right now. Listen, ask for help. There 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 are answers everywhere. And kids, I tell kids this all the time, stop using the freaking phones just to play games. Use the phones for freaking information. If all of this information exists, then use the phones to pull it up and stop just using the phones for games and things, man. So Listen, Doc, I appreciate you, man. I think this is going to be an amazing journey. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I think people will really um, find the home, find the home here to, to have great conversations. You know, we will take call-ins. We will take questions. We will help people. We will do everything we can. But I, I'm, I'm, uh, this partnership with you, man, I'm really excited about this journey. Man, I'm so, so pumped up about it. Thank you so much for downloading the Tackling Life podcast today. Subscribe to the podcast and listen to this. You'll get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. And, hey, help spread the word and bring in new listeners by going to our iTunes page and giving us a ratings and a review. For more on Tackling Life, go to RayLewis.com and DrChristianConti.com. Plus, you'll find us on Facebook. Until next time, for Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing. <laughs> Works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.